This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. It's Tom here. Just at the top of the show, want to do a quick plug of our Patreon. Scaredy Boys have a Patreon. Yes, five bucks a month. Head to patreon.com forward slash boys. You get access to a whole bunch of extra bonus stuff we are doing. It's all the classics like your chases, your scaredy stories, your Q&As, your, your haunted hometown tales that I refuse to listen to, <laughs> plus some extra stuff. Um, we're doing some really fun things down there. We're going to be starting a book club and my uh, new bonus show on there, the IMDB Detective, where I put my two good friends through their paces uh, to see if they are up to joining the IMDB Detective Agency. I also managed to convince these boys that if we get enough Patreon subscribers, we'll do a seance. So it's five bucks. Patreon.com forward slash scaredy boys. Enjoy the episode. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Apostle. Apostle is a 2018 gothic horror film written, directed, and edited by Gareth Evans. It follows Thomas Richardson, who in 1905 travels to a remote island to rescue his sister after she's kidnapped by a mysterious religious cult demanding a ransom for her safe return. Great premise. Very good premise. Huge premise. Dan Stevens. Very good. We love the Stevens. We love, love Danny Boy. Big Dan Stevo. I love, Steve-o. I love yeah. his voice. I wish he'd used it more. He's so intense, even just with his eyes, though. From the first moment you see him. I kind of wish he had that beard, that scraggly look. Yeah, the whole yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks fucked up. Yeah, the whole way through. The, he's on drugs. The he whole he's on fucked. like opium or something. I think. Yeah, and I then you know. learn. You're like, well, why has he got a crucifix burned into his back? Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you know when they burn his back? Yeah, yeah. that cross is, looks different. Uh, yes, it does. But also, they haven't straightened his back. Right. So the, the top bit of the burn of the um, what do you call it? Fuck. Um, the brand. The brand. brand yeah. yeah. The top bit of the brand is not touching his skin. Oh, right. So, like, that should be an incomplete cross burn on his back. Well, it kind of looks- That just bothered me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was like- It looks too perfect. It doesn't look like what that brand is. It actually looks like the wood. And I thought they were going to nail him to the burning wood. Oh, gross. At one point. Which wouldn't be out of the question for Gareth Evans. No, not for this movie. Which, can I just say, looking at his filmography- You can. Why have we not seen 
My voice just petered out there. Oh, Tommy, wow. what's happening? Man. Did you just hit second puberty? I must have. Okay. Uh, manopause. Look so out. I've, so, yeah, why don't we see more of Gareth Evans, I guess, is my question. Because he's yeah. what, Raid, Raid 2, yeah. this, and then... I don't think I've... S- oh, no, I have seen Raid. I have seen Raid. Did Raid come out the same year as Dread? And they had a very similar plot? Uh, I think it's the year after. I think Raid yeah, was first. No, I have, I've was definitely first, seen sorry. Raid. I haven't, seen, is, I haven't seen Raid. People okay. seem to love it. It's like oh, it's, it's great. It's, it's just a crazy action movie. It's yeah, awesome. right. Okay, yeah, okay. It's brutal and fucked up. Yes, yes. Yeah. Which, yeah, we see a bit of that in this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like looking at his directorial stuff, like he's done- May I ask you, Thomas? Yes. What did he do after this movie? So the only thing he's worked on is a TV series that's been running for like a few years called Gangs of London. Okay. Um, which came out in 2020. Yeah. Uh, he's got two movies coming up. He's got a movie called Havoc that's supposed to be coming out this year. Sure. With Tom Hardy in it. Juicy. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's clearly the movie that he made after this. I think it's got Timothy Oliphant, Tom Hardy, Forrest Whitaker, and I'm Louise, Louise Guzman. I'm in. Oh, I can't. Timothy Oliphant. So I'm out. Jeez, One of the yeah, best actors of all time. He's great. Should do more comedies. Timothy Oliphant, I mean. The Oliphant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Gareth Evans. Well, he could have a crack too. Uh, is it Evans or Edwards? Gareth Evans. Gareth Edwards is oh, the Edwards Godzilla is the one director. who did Rogue One. Yeah, right? yeah. Godzilla yeah. and Rogue One? No. Yeah. Now, that, that rings a bell. And, and he did a movie called Monsters. Monsters, which is a ripper. We should right. do for that for this podcast. We don't have to. Um, <laughs> why are you such a piece of shit? I'm not a piece of shit. I like what I like. And uh, what I didn't like really was this film. Really, um, I, I love, love I love the premise. I love Dan Stevens. I, yeah. Michael Sheen is a weapon of an actor. He is. I fucking love him. He's great. Do you think he's utilised in this movie? No, they waste the fuck out of so him. So underutilised for me. Oh, it drives oh. me insane. Yeah, yeah. My experience of watching this film, which I watched this morning, <laughs> <laughs> was that it was. A very, very long two hours, ten minutes. <laughs> it was very funny delivery. I don't know why. <laughs> it, was a, it was a really My long My experience movie. with this film <laughs> that I watched this morning. This morning. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I watched, there's a film that's out at the cinemas at the moment that goes for three hours, and it is one of the most propulsive three-hour movies you'll see. With what, the pacing. what movie is that, Sean? Well, it's, it's I didn't want to date this episode, Tom, okay. but it's called Oppenheimer. <laughs> it's directed by a little uh, independent film director called Christopher Nolan. <laughs> um that's a three-hour movie where the pacing and the editing and the structure of the story is really great. You, mm. you don't feel the drag. Right. And I've seen other films like that. Not a lot of people love it, but I love Cloud Atlas. Right, Which right. is another three-hour one that just sort of always kicks along and I never really have any slow parts. Heat is another perfect example. Heat's fantastic. So, yeah, there's a lot of three-hour movies these days. Oh, yeah. And sometimes you watch it and your eyes roll back in your head and you think, fucking hell, what am I in for? Right. This one was, I think, two hours and ten minutes. I really felt the runtime. In yeah. fact, it, it's too long. I got to a point in it where I thought I just I'd lost track of time, and I thought, "Oh, things are wrapping up now." Mm. Cool. <laughs> and then I looked how long was left. Mm. There's an hour to go. Whoa! Do you know where we're up to? Yeah, it was when he discovered the um the you know the old tree goddess right, girl. Yes, when yeah. he goes under the tunnel gotcha. and, and all of that. And it looked like, you know, his confrontation with Michael Sheen was sort of, hmm. you know, about Coming to, to a head. Yeah, about to come ah, to a and head. Then, and then, and yeah, for some reason, because I hadn't checked. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't checked the time and it felt to me like a very slow, mm. purposefully slow movie. And yeah. I just thought, oh, this is probably nearly the end of the movie. Right, And then right. there was an hour left and- that second hour, I didn't enjoy. Yeah. The first bit of it, it like smothers you with dread and the yep. build up and this cool new world that you're checking out. And I naturally just love Dan Stevens. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm in for the ride. And, and we I'm love a folk horror. Right. Like, yeah. I like that and it's I like weird Sheen cult as a villain. on an island Come yeah, on. The, with a preacher that is Michael Sheen. Yeah. Fucking yeah. sign me up, dog. Yes. Cult on an island. And like Sheen in particular 
I don't think Dan Stevens does his best work in this. No, I agree. At the, when again, the first half, I think he's very good. Yeah, and the second. For me, like, yeah, I'm basically yeah. this movie, the first half I was loving. I'm like, yeah. I was in. High rating. Yep. I'm enjoying this. I'm loving the tone, loving this. I even enjoyed the slower pace of it all because yep. it felt like we were building to something, which we do, but what we build yeah. to, uh, for me, did not work at all. And I'll get into that in a bit more detail in a bit. But it starts off great. Like like you said, we've got Michael Sheen as this like fucking head of a cult. Yep. And I even love that we know it's a cult from the get-go. Yeah. This is like us seeing the monster, but also being completely unequipped to do anything about yeah. it. Like, you know they're bad immediately. Because right. Dan Stevens is... So even when he's like, no, no, we're doing... All, all these people are like, no, it's good, it's good. It's like... Yeah. But we know this is... I, I kind of like it as an idea that we don't need to have the lie revealed to us. We mm. know they're lying. That is yep. that is interesting for one of these sort of cult things. Because, yeah, normally it's... The first hour would be, you know, setting the scene a little bit. But from the moment he gets there, from the moment before he boards the boat, yeah. he's like, "Oh shit, I got to swap this ticket." Yes, like, like he knows. I loved, yeah. loved that scene. Yeah. Like as it made me think of something I don't think we've talked about before. But like the way, obviously, movies are a single story. But within our single story, we have stories within stories. It's a fractal thing. We've got obviously our, our acts, but we've even got within those acts those little sequences. And I thought, fuck me, that's such a great example of a little story within this story. Yeah. And again, does that thing that we love where it's being shown instead of told we see him looking at it he sees a spot sort of looks over his shoulder the next person doesn't have one tries to look at the person behind him doesn't really get the chance because they can see him looking and it's a bit awkward it's a bit weird already yeah sort of the stakes are high and then just the the way it plays out of him taking these steps to get around that and then the ramifications later on we can kind of like guess some of where it's going but again it's just this beautiful little story within a story that ends so satisfyingly so this point of the movie i was like Oh, in. It's it's firing yeah. on all yeah. cylinders at this point. Dan Stevens is giving a very physical performance, I mm. think. And this is what I want to say about Sheen. Some actors do things through a look. Yeah. Which is what Dan Stevens is doing through mm. this. Mm. Michael Sheen loves words. Yeah. Like he looks at that monologue on a page and just goes, Oh, I'm gonna wrap my fucking lips around this. Yeah. I fucking love it. Hundred percent. I think I'm he's fantastic. Suck this monologue off to completion. Mate, nobody does it better. Have I think you guys he's one of the seen best. That talk show interview, and if you haven't looked it up right now, where they basically say to him, hey, can you just give us a powering speech about Wales or the Welsh, oh, the Welsh yeah, yeah, yeah. rugby team? The Welsh rugby team. Yep. And literally I get shivers listening yeah. to him pull this thing out of nowhere yeah. and deliver it like a fucking champion. Yeah, it's powerful. It's so good. So him in this role is perfect. Yeah. One of the things in this movie that feels so wasted is when there's the attempt on his life mm. and Dan Stevens stops him. it. Yeah, And then it's going to be this thing of like, oh, you're like, great. This is how these two characters are going to come together now and sort of have a few scenes together. And maybe even have like- Have a relationship. Have some relationship. Yeah, and he yeah, might yeah. see things from his side and yep. he might be like, oh, it's a bit of conflict. Yeah. They don't have scenes yeah. together. This is my problem with They the never have the showdown. It's like Heat, yeah. but Pacino and De Niro never meet. Yeah. yeah. It's like it builds to it and the, then it wastes the Two it. halves of this movie could almost be two different movies because there's so much that seems to be set up in the first half that never gets paid off. Yeah. Uh, in terms of something like that, in terms of the fact that he's meant to ingratiate himself in it, he does do the save the life. It really is just doing that to like save his own skin. But you're like, yeah, cool. Now we should see that played out. The blood in the um, the, the jars in the hallway. Yeah. Great little fucking addition. Well, the fact that they get a jar and a rock. Yeah. And you're like- Fuck. Yeah. Right. There's even like the woman with her kid who's like obviously very devout. I would have wanted to see sort of more of her storyline. Yeah. There's all these things at the start that I'm like, this is cooking on all cylinders. And then the second half, one, it ignored for me, it ignores so much of the good stuff it's set up because it's like, no, now we're going balls to the wall and no one saw that ever. This is Gareth Evans doing his thing. Yeah. Which I personally am like, I don't know that I need as much of that. Nah. But then there's also lots of stuff that happens in the back half that wasn't set up yeah. to me. Like, 
one the one example that really pissed me off is um, old mate with all the twine or oh, the basket yeah, head. basket yeah. head boy. Yeah, like he came out of nowhere. We don't get an explanation for him at any point, which that's fine. It's horror. That's he's just like, guarding the lady. In the subtitles on Netflix, he's referred to as the creature. The creature, which okay. I even found a bit strange. Like, but again, it felt like this idea in the, when he's writing the second half of this movie, he's like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. I'll just drop it in." Yeah. And you're like, "You can do that now. Go back to your first half and set it up properly." Yeah. Like, but because especially when you see that character for the first time, it's very mysterious. Yes. But then by the end, he's standing by. You know, when they're killing the young kid, Jeremy. Mm. He's just there in the daylight with the other townspeople. And right. It's like, okay, so do they all know him then? So he's a person? He, he's he set it up at the start as if, like, this is the- my, Sheen goes there, like, underground. Yeah. He doesn't want to be followed or anything. Yeah. So they set it up as if no one should actually know that that creature thing exists. Exactly right. So why and is it, he just there? And here's another example. Him going that underground passage. Great. Love that. Love awesome. that whole sequence of him yep. having to go down there. But then Michael Sheen rides a horse, gets there. So why do you have a tunnel for if this? Oh thing no, he's is- trying to cut him off because Dan's even went that, down early. But like, why can he? Why could anybody actually just walk there if they wanted to? This is true. What's yeah. the point of having this underground? Like, I get that it's his house leading to it. He's the leader of this island. If it's yeah. meant to be secret, and they have an after dark sense. policy anyway, so yeah. it's like just ride your horse, mate. No one should be following you. Like again, some of the logic of this movie, like you've really let yourself down because you had something really great in the first half for me, and then another example is. Uh, his sister that is there to save. Yeah. So in the second half, we get this like, oh, they love each other. They're best mates. He would do, he like, he could do anything for her. You're like, didn't even know that he cared. Like, yes, he's going to the island to help. Show her, some but flashbacks. Like, show some flashbacks. Yeah. Show yeah. something to build this relationship and give us why he cares. You're like, yes, he's doing it for his sister. And yes, he's got to look out for himself in this dangerous environment. That's great stuff. But especially because they played the emotion element so hard with her in the, in the, her and him in the back half. I did not buy into that at all. I thought that was, Garbage. So yeah, that is his off. lowest moment when they're up on the hill and they're getting towards the boats and he's like, leave me. Yeah. And there's his emotional scene. Oh. It's like, Dan, I love you. That's really bad That's stuff. some bad acting, some bad writing. And again, none yeah. of it was set up in the way that might have actually made it work a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, like for me, and uh, Tom, I definitely want to hear from you in a minute because I know we've been not really letting you talk. But I loved the first half of this movie and I despised the second I half. I agree completely. Yeah. I just want to add to, it gets to a point for me where it just felt really mean. Like, yes, yeah. To a point where I'm like, oh, I just, I, even if it's well executed, I don't enjoy this anymore because I don't enjoy watching asshole dad fucking gut his daughter right. with a knife and then comes in and then the kid gets fucking the um, drill to the, the head drill into thing. his yeah. head. Like, I agree. And then that like, was just mean. Like, it, yeah. it all, it does that build up that movies do normally where a heroic moment comes in and someone comes in and stops it. Yeah. So they start to drill to his head and then you think maybe his dad's going to run down now yeah, or Sheen's yeah. going to run down and stop it. I no, thought Sheen, yeah. Dead. Yep. Same with the girl. Like once they killed the girl, I was like, "This is just a fucked." Movie. Well, like I thought those, I thought those two kids were always going to die, right? Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: Psycho Dad, who becomes our main villain, too late, way too late. I did. They, like, they need to. He's basically they need to a show background the seeds. player. Sorry, Damo. They need yeah. to show the seeds of him like having discontent from basically the outset. Yes, they yes, kind of don't. Yes, he's yes. just the loyal henchman brother, basically. Yeah. And then at the very end, he's like, oh, "I'm fucking sick of this," and it's yeah. like, "Mate, do that." An hour and a half ago. As well as like the, for me with this cult horror stuff, part of what's so engaging and scary and like, and you find yourself getting weirdly drawn in is this adding enigmatic leader who fully believes what they're doing, which Michael Sheen starts off as, but then loses all that because he literally loses all his power very quickly, very easily, where if it had been him doing that to the kid and literally feeling so entitled and we're doing him a favor. And like that scene could have been really terrifying, but I would have want Michael Sheen doing it. And, and for everybody to like, 
bring in the midsummer of it all, right? Yeah. That's what this like. Midsummer is so chilling and scary because the whole community believes in what they're doing. They're they're all so on board with our leader. So for him to come in and basically just be a psychopath, like he literally later on wants to rape the girls and feed their baby to the friggin' yeah. thing. And again, I just I don't know that I didn't. All of that was not working for me. I really, really disliked it. And I'm like, you've got Michael Sheen. Yeah. Use him. You've got to use him. So Make him that cult leader that he could be. Um, I'll say another thing about it, Tom. I'm going to let you have your say. We'll talk positive in a minute, but just while we're still in the yeah. negative, I think this has a slightly higher budget than you would perhaps normally see for a horror film. Beautifully shot. Oh, it's fantastic. Netflix budget, baby. Right. Beautifully shot, money. but- to its own detriment, I think. By the oh, time you get to the tree lady and the face mask creature thing, those scenes are too brightly lit mm. to be scary anymore. Mm. Like that's to me, it's not a scary movie anymore once you see that stuff. Yeah, right. And it also when you when you overlight because that her tree thing's a cool design. Yeah. When you flood it with light in the way that they do, unnatural light too, because mm. basically we're inside and it's candlelight. Yeah, yeah. Why does it look so flooded with light? Right. It looks like a set. Mm. As opposed to that should have looked like it was coming out of the ground and looked yeah. really cool and sinister and dark, but it's not. It's just, mm. I don't know. That's a problem for me when it's just it's too well lit. You're yeah, a lighting yeah. guy, aren't you? No, but like, no, but I think you're right. It does if, look if like you a, want set. a scary, it's a cool set. Yeah, it looks but, like a great Hey, but it looks like the a people set. that made it, it's awesome. Yeah. The cinematographer did you a disservice because he overlit it. <laughs> yeah. There's no shadows in that, in that set. Yeah, it's, to yeah. me, it's. That's when the movie loses its grip on any like fear and horror as well, because it's all mm. just like, okay, this is just a really bright. Yeah, but I, I can see it all. Think yeah. by that point, the horror is different again. It's meant to be man is the horror and this guy, but it, it, again, to me, you've like, let's talk about something good before I go too far down that road. So, Tom, let's hear from you. I've definitely got some good things I want to say about it, but I want to hear from you first. Four stars, boys. <laughs> there he is. A delightful time. Great. I thrilled for you. I. <laughs> That's such a fucking... I'm so happy for you. I actually you, am. You fucking No, I'm dog. happy. When my mate's happy, I'm happy. It's good stuff. Yeah. Totally. It's not necessarily true at all. <laughs> nah, look. Good. No, what did you like about it? Because I, I I, the premise I, is awesome. I really enjoyed the premise. I think yeah. it. I think Gareth Evans can shoot the shit out of things. For sure. Man. Some yeah. of the di- direction, the use of shot choices, some of the framing, some of just the big set pieces, the concept of this man who you don't know how fucked up he is except you know that there's something wrong with him Mm. going to this island to rescue his sister who has been kidnapped by this cult and then you meet Michael Sheen and you know that he's bad Mm. but everything he's saying in that church, you're like, yeah, fuck the king. Yeah, yeah. 100%. For sure. Yeah, yeah. you're just trying to help your people. They're coming after you. You you were charged with treason for being a, a different thinker. The reason I like him is that he's not religious to start with. Mm. He's just a guy who's a good talker and he he was a revolutionary and he believed in, you know, anti-king stuff. Right. So until he gets to the island that he becomes a prophet and he becomes a god. Yeah. Can talk to God because he, again, I love this aspect of folk of this particular folk horror because mm. usually in folk horror, the idea of them, you look at Wicker Man, you never see what they're worshiping. Right, right. Um, you look at Midsummer, you don't actually see what they're what mm-hmm. they're doing. It's just a series of rituals. Yeah, I like the idea that in Apostle, they're like, yeah, we have this island goddess and she feeds us all. And you're like, okay, nah, they do. Yeah, they yeah. actually landed on an island and there was a god there. Yes, and then they built the role. Like they yeah. found a god. They found like Gaia, basically. Yeah, like, this sort of yeah. Gaia. Uh, yeah, I, and I love that it's like because I mean, again, if we're looking at Wicker Man or uh, Midsummer. There's this like nature, natural 
little yep. thing to the Godhead, which I always think is so fucking excellent because it's like taking this thing that is like the epitome of life and goodness and green and lush and like, and twisting it in this really creepy way and often twisting it uh, because humans are fucking idiots and we're the real cunts, which this movie definitely yeah. does. And I even love that. Like they have literally uh, trapped Gaia. They've turned her into a battery. Yeah. And they feed her, they bastardize her by feeding her blood. Yeah. Turning her into a battery. Very good, Tom. Thank you. Very well, nice. Yeah. Again, like all that, that stuff, I was so there for. I'm like, this is some good ideas. And I love, like you said, it's it's that thing of that classic um, cult setup. But what if it was real? And yeah. Fuck, and, that plays so good. And I also like the idea that it's clear that while the other people know there's something special about the island, mm. they don't know the god's real. No, 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 no. They no. don't know there's a real goddess. Yeah, yeah. And then there's that great bit where Stevens is spying on, mm. on him, on the prophet, talking to the goddess. Yeah. And he's like, why did you show yourself to him? That I love. I gotta say, I love that scene. Where yes. He's just like, show yourself to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. it's it's heard him. And yeah. it, well, there's yeah. even a point where he's in the church, and he looks. Uh, Stevens looks out the window, yeah. sees her, and then you even clock Sheen, see Sheen her, sees see the, him, yeah. seeing her again. Yeah. Beautiful story time. That first yeah. half of it, it yeah. almost feels like he wrote half of it and then mm. came in and's like. Nah, let's just make it this. But that scene you mentioned in the church. Yeah. Then when he goes outside and looks, and the window is way too high for someone to yes, walk. Yes. I love little touches and like then that. There's yeah. that bit of algae on the wall that slowly it starts dies, to dies yes. away. But see, I like the idea that she is imprisoned there, but she's there's a form of her that can still move yeah, around the yeah, island, yeah. but only to Dan Stevens, right? Because she's like she senses that he's here to destroy this cult, and mm. if he's here to do that, he can free her. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of like that idea. And I also like the idea because it's clear that Sheen's been resisting what the cunt yeah, redheaded yeah. dude knows. That they need to start doing some real real stuff. And he doesn't want to go. That's too far for him. Right. He wants money so they can fund stuff so they can, mm. again, get some more livestock to continue the, the thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think it any... And this is why I, I, I would argue when you're like, make him the bad guy. Mm. He's not the bad guy. No, he's, yeah. he's an accidental prophet. He's an idealist who ends up in this situation and I think it feels like there is a scene that got left on the cutting floor mm. because there is a couple of moments of tension between him and that other guy. His right-hand man. His right-hand man. There's the festival when he's like, no, no, they've got to have the festival. And the guy's like, we don't have any fucking food. Yeah. yeah. And there's another scene later on where he dismisses him earlier. You could, you could do a bit more with it. You definitely could. Yeah. But I think there is hints of unease between those two. Yeah. And there's hints of the third brother being like, I want to leave. Yeah. 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 So there's, there's there's sprinklings there. So I don't think it's from where I was yeah, watching yeah. it. It didn't feel as dramatic the shift. And I actually like then the movie then is like, all right, this isn't a folk horror anymore because we've realized that the mm. monster in the tree isn't a monster at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's everybody else. And then the guy who who kills his own daughter gets the fucking most horrific on screen death of all time when he's basically stabbed. He's basically autopsy cut. Yeah. While right alive. Down, right Good. He's a piece of shit. Choked he's a out and then just stabbed yeah. from chest to dick. Mm. Yeah, but again, like, and, and look, I want to acknowledge subjectivity because for sure, what you've described, I think there, that's a, that is a great premise, and I like how it's pla- like, I like some of how it's played out. For me personally, I wanted a different movie. I wanted Michael Sheen to be full Michael Sheen. I think part of like, so like I said, part of what works for me is that these people believe in what they're doing. For Quinn, who's the our bad guy in the end, I don't think he he didn't give a shit. Like he just saw an opportunity for power. It turns out he's an absolute psychopath. He was like, we definitely knew he was a brute, right? Yeah. There's, to me, the big difference between having a character who's a brute and we kind of don't like them and we know he's probably going to do something bad to his daughter and he's definitely going to do something bad to the kid if he finds out he's knocked up his daughter. Like, that's all in character. But then turning him into this, like, insane, twisted psychopath 
for me, really didn't land as well as it's not. It sort of diminished what folk horror can do so well. Yeah. For me, again, this is all personal and subjective. He turns a, he, he's the one who imprisons the god. He does, He's yeah. the one who sees the god as a factory for whatever they're trying to do. Right. A, a means to an end. Yeah, Whereas yeah. I think the prophet has always seen the goddess as a goddess. Mm. And I kind of like the idea that Dan Stevens' journey that he goes on is he finally has a god who answers his prayers. Mm. Oh, for sure. And that's, that's, yeah. he gets to, and that's that, that shot of him looking at the prophet and then f- falling back on as the grass comes and consumes him. And you're like, oh, you're now the goddess. Yeah, yeah. This is your island now. And the and prophet, mate, will just hang around with you then. Great. Yeah. It'll be you two together on this island forever. But again, I, 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 for me, I like that ending. Like, there's so much I really do like about it, but it doesn't bring those pieces together in a way. Like, even for him, yes, we know that he's like, He's lost his faith in the worst possible way, and he's now an open like. But I also don't think he wants faith. Like, like to me, he's like he's just like he's scornful. Like he literally tisks when he's talking to that. Uh, I can't remember her name. The dog, Malcolm's the- daughter. Yeah. And, and so, like, okay, but it's not that he's on this journey to try to refine his faith. I like this idea of he's lost his faith and now he's finding it again. And he's even his name's Thomas. He's doubting Thomas from like. There's all yeah, this sort of symbolism yeah. stuff. It's called the movie's called Apostle, and his name is Thomas. Yeah. So there it is. <laughs> But it's not subtle. <laughs> no, it's not subttle. But then yeah, I just think he for the story of it all, I don't think he's he's spent this is like a too early of a draft. He's got too caught up in the gore and I know that's partially what he's known for. But it's even like Wicker Man, you got those last 10 minutes of Wicker Man where it just ratches up and goes crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what if I did that but for half the film? And I'm like, no, that undercuts the whole rest of the film. Like, mm. Wicker Man works so beautifully because we are slowly cranking it up. The fire is literally getting hotter under our feet. We're the frog in the boiling pot. Yep. Where for this thing, it's just, it goes, all right, and we've flicked the switch. So now all bets are off. We can have this guy be full psycho, even though that wasn't set up. The tension that we're building, that's gone. Don't worry about that. Uh, all these little nice setups for like figuring out this community and how it all works and the garden. That's all done. All the, all the cards are on the table. So let's just have it play out as psycho shit for the next hour. Uh, I just think that's that should be your third act, not half the fucking movie. Yeah, I see. I liked it. I well, think it, good. I think it I'm, plays I'm off, so happy. I generally I am happy for you as in, in a way for me. I'm happy for you, man. Thanks, man. Thrilled. Can I talk about one more thing that pisses me off before we move on? I think I liked it too because of vibes. To be honest, yeah, it's got some good vibes. It's, it's dripping with vibes because also I'm shocked. I don't need the. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to learn how the cult is evil because I know before he arrives the cult is evil. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so again, I'm like, okay, because then it's like the cult is the goddess. Because a bit there's a point there where you're like, oh, the goddess is the thing. Mm. No, no, no. It's man. It always is. Yeah. They, they need to do more with Psycho Brother because, like, even, you know, when Sheen comes back and he Psycho Brother says, you got to kill him in front of your daughter and Queen, everybody. Yeah, yeah. And he tells the guards, pick him up, and they don't until the guy nods to them. And it's like, show that, like, it, does the movie mention that he that brother is in charge of the guards at any point or, like- You do. He is, is with he the captain guards. of the guards He's or with something? the guards a few times. Yeah. Like, they need to do a little bit more just to seed that stuff in because- Yeah. He goes from just being this bit player who's, like, he's a brute mm. to suddenly being like, all right, I'm going to stab my daughter to death, kill this other guy. The Jeremy guy is interesting because he's a pretty, like- He's not confrontational as a character. Yeah, no. yeah. He comes in and just pulls the, the knife and immediately is like- That was great. It's on. And yes. I'm like, good for you, good man. For you, yes. you have oh, no, no physical capability to win yeah. this fight. You Your brain a, has now been grilled. I'll tell you yeah. what, I, would, I actually like would have loved if he did win that fight. I know. Like, I know that's just the, the hope, the wish I mean, we're thinking. He, he, he kind of did. But to me, it's he like- He won the fight and then the guy ran on the street yeah, and yeah. was like, oh, get him. And then, yeah, yeah but that's where, that's where it really got mean because he just fucking- Lied. He did the most cowardly thing possible. Yeah, that's right? when the movie, like, one hundred percent lost me. I yeah. was like, oh, I had to watch your pregnant daughter die, and yeah. now this kid's going to get drilled. 
Yeah. In a bad way. And then way. even the drilling machine, it's like these, the cult definitely like obviously collects blood and there is this sort of element to it. Yeah. But like otherwise, and if we see them kill the guy who had the red spot on his card. And like, okay, so they're not perfect, but definitely they, they seem to be wanting to, to build a utopia. Like he literally says, this could be our paradise. Yeah. And then they've got this most fucked torture machine in all of history yeah. off to the side. And you're like, okay, but it, again, this doesn't jive to me with what you're- Yeah, they do it to spies though. Like it's very clear that- That seems like a behind closed doors. But again, yeah, like the whole community is watching where it's like, again, I don't think it did enough to tell us what kind of cult is this? Is it a cult where everyone is so on board and so willing to, to just brutalize a person? Well, they slit their own- Wrists. Yeah, but he, he comes yeah, on but to, to the- that's very different to then screwing something to someone's skull and having a machine purposely built for it. He comes out on the street and orders the men to, you know, go chase Jeremy and tells everyone, let's get ready. And there's hesitancy by everybody. Mm. And then, like, the very next scene, you're with him and it's like, he is in complete control of the town. No one is Everyone's questioning him. him. Yeah. 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 And then the only other thing that I, I'm sorry, I've just got to get off my chefs because it literally, I, I, I'm only this annoyed because I love so much of it. Like, honestly, that's my main reason for getting quite worked up for this one is that so much of it was working beautifully. And I just wish they'd done that last 20% to really use all the good stuff they have. Again, subjective. You obviously had a wonderful time. Last thing that annoyed me, Dan Stevens never had a fucking plan in ever. No. He's like, fine, sister, then question mark. Like uh, The movie, the, the story doesn't have like a stranglehold on his point of view either, I think. But again, like that first scene where we see him see the red dot, then we see him look around. Yeah, he's like, fucking clever. He is clever. clever he shit. is capable. And then- The way he sneaks out, follows, gets back in, takes the blood from the other jar, because he doesn't know what it does, but he's like, I've got to have blood I better in not jar. do it. Yeah. yeah. There's so much there that is Even like- just, Yeah, I, love the, I love the initial fact that he's, they were expecting a man of his father's age. Yeah. And his father can't go, so he goes. So there's already- There's like lots of little things happening here. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. And then it becomes- And then he has psycho. no agency other than trying to find his sister. Yeah. And then as soon as he finds her, what happens? Well, he gets captured because I, he has no fucking plan. But I, I think they need to do a- more of a deal then of like, because I could very much believe that's just a character that doesn't care if he lives or dies. Yeah. He, he actually wants to die, but he has one mission left, and that is to save his sister. But they kind of don't quite commit to that either. Yeah. And also, I got a bit frustrated watching it. This is going to sound like a criticism of the movie, but it actually isn't. Okay. Where I was like to Dan Stevens, mate, go weapon mode. Mm. Start fucking shit up. But of course he can't because he's just a man. Like yeah. He's a priest. Yeah, and he's also a drug-addled Right, right. up until a point, in yeah. a shack maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, so I want him to punch on and start like going a rampage. Get your yeah. sister back. Fuck these people. That's up. not who he is. It's not who he is. Up until a point where he does break free mm. and starts stabs the guy through the face, and suddenly he is a weapon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's the movie gets to a point where it just abandons everything that it sort of stood. Well, by, even like the opium thing. So obviously he's an opium addict. It would have been great if he like cleaned himself up purely to save his sister. Right. And I then thought, when oh. the when his love interest has to give him the drugs because he's been because he got sliced saving old mate the Malcolm, it's like oh no now he's going to go off the rails like the the stakes of that should have been huge of this guy who's a drug addict needing to get given drugs that needed to be a moment where he's offered that and it's no yeah I don't need it anymore I, what I wanted so badly from this movie is that they search him when he arrives mm. and they confiscate that. Yeah, you can't have yeah, that here. Yeah, yeah. So suddenly he's in withdrawal while trying to find his sister, and he's going through it. And this fucked place heals him. He doesn't need it anymore. Yes. Oh, that's good too. He does, again, he does smash it though. Yeah, he does. He does. And like yeah. again, that's a nice moment. But it needed to happen before she gave him the drugs, so that her giving him the drugs was a big deal. Like there could have been some great stakes there. And even like this place healing him of his addiction, and like even like his back maybe could have been infected from the burn, and it gets like. I, lo- I love the idea of him. Obviously, he eventually becomes the new 
<laughs> the god. new apostle for this god or becomes the god. And that's good stuff. But, like, even him, like, slowly starting to turn before he finds his sister. And again, like, I would have actually loved it if him and Michael Sheen actually kind of had a real relationship. Like, yep. he was getting swayed by him, but, like, so are we. And, like, there is this sort of... I tried yeah. to find it just while we're talking about the god is I wanted to know what language she's speaking. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's only three bits of trivia for this movie on IMDb. <laughs> okay. One of them is the Doubting Thomas fact. Right. Yeah, yeah. One of them is when it premiered on Netflix. <laughs> oh, that's a great And I think the last trivia. one is, oh, yeah, talking about what the drug is. Right. Oh, cool. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. Great. Cool stuff. That's Good it. stuff. Good Opium? Stuff. Oh, yeah, that yeah. laudanum or whatever it is. Wow. That's like an opiate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will just, uh, on a positive, I'll yeah. give him his flowers for this. Mm. When Jeremy is being um, fucked up in the street, there's the camera angle that's his point of view looking up at the sky as his head gets twisted. Yeah, and it gets yeah. blurry out and then you hear the crack and the bloodshot yes. thing comes in. That's a fucking good camera shot. Yeah, the, we're getting his POV. That's disgusting in that and moment. fucked up, but it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Again, I have no issues with how this was shot. I, I could, again, I actually love so much of this movie despite my ranting um, because it is beautiful. It's yeah. like even just the the island is does look like paradise. It it's is this gorgeous. It is gorgeous. A lot of those yeah. sweeping shots are just so so stunning, so nice. So yeah, beautiful. yeah. And then even the town itself, it's like it's that sort of. Mixed between rustic and rundown, and like weirdly it's on a hill, it's like, fun. Yeah, there is something cool going on. Oh, it's on a, on a it's hill, on a hill, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I, I grew up on a hill. It was fun. It's your classic fun yeah. hill town. I grew yeah. up on a hill too. You get on your skateboard. Bam! Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a hill down. that's not fun. Yeah, they're all they're, fun. You can't do it. Yeah, they're all fun. They're yeah. great. Hill and fun are basically Even the same. Cannibal Hill. Word. That's a fun hill. Mount Cannibal. Mount, Mount Cannibal. Cannibal. It is a hill. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Were we scared? No. Yes. No from Sean, yes no, from Tom. No. Yep. I think for me, yeah. I only only that. probably in the first half. Yes. Because then I then you work out that the goddess isn't trying to kill him. Well again, I think as soon as that people. midpoint, all the cards on the table and there is no there's no scares anymore. Yeah, I, well I, the, yeah, the tension yeah. is gross from, Big from time. fear to oh this guy's the bad guy mm, and he's it's dangerous. Yeah. As opposed to there's something underneath there's a woman walking in yeah, the woods yeah. that's too tall and there's something underneath his floorboards that loves blood. Like, again, I wish they'd pulled that out for a bit longer. Like, yeah. there's some good stuff. I got to a point, and it's probably around that halfway point, where he goes, he's in the tunnel and he has to go under into, like, the oh, water yeah. and she's in there. Yeah. And I was just thinking, in that moment, I was like, oh, this movie's not scaring me. Like, that, oh, should, right. be, that should be terrifying. Oh, so that's, that, that's fucking crazy. That yeah, 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 yeah. So that's when I was like, oh, I think I've already, the movie is already sliding for me. Yeah. And the scares aren't affecting me. But that, is it because that you is, watched it at a weird time of day, a yeah. this morning? <laughs> you guys will both know, I will never watch a horror movie during the day. I think it's disrespectful. Sure. So, yeah, it was just a matter of time management. Yeah, okay. I, ha- I had to watch it. <laughs> you had a big week. Uh, yeah, I did. I had, did to watch it and I had to watch it in the daylight. And yeah, I reckon it impacted it for sure. Yeah. If I watch that at night, that scene with that old lady under the water there, yeah. that's fucking crazy. That, that scene was great. And again, like, this is where it had... It had done what it needed to do. It had led up to that so beautifully. This tension's rising. He's in this moment. Again, he's been really clever. He's known that he's up there because he heard the horse neigh or whatever. He's gone, what can I possibly do? Again, we're shown all this because we just see him looking around, feel under, oh, yeah, there's a cavity under this disgusting blood river that's yeah. running through here. Uh, and then you go, oh, no. Oh, he's going to climb into it. Like beautiful, beautiful stuff. And then, yeah, once he does, then oh, something else is in there with him. That's that's great. Again, this is why I was loving so much of it and got so disappointed when it kind of had this weird weird turn into just like, oh, it felt like shock value. Yeah. And I I don't there is a craft to shock value, but they were doing so well with actually building to this really beautiful reveal and this really beautiful tension and horror. Yeah, you know it's funny when you watch it on Netflix, the poster for it is mm. just the title and it's the the drill. The drill bit. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and I'd completely forgotten it until yeah. it comes later in the movie. I'm like, oh no, yeah, there, yeah, oh, from yeah. the poster. So My poster is the is the poster from is a is the poster from uh, Letterbox, which is the one of the yeah, it's a cool poster. Yeah, yeah sometimes Netflix just goes psycho. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know yeah. that's a thing though? Where often what it'll do is it'll after a while it'll mm. start to work out what your viewing habits are, and mm. it'll have three for only for Netflix exclusive yes. usually. Yeah. It'll have versions of posters that it thinks are more appealing to you based on what you watch. What the fuck? Yeah. You watch a lot of horror on Netflix. Can I give you an example? I don't example? think I do, though. I think we, you do. Have we watched a lot of our movies on well, Netflix? I, uh, well, we have enough. Yeah. Oh. Midnight Mass. But here's an example. You know the TV Fucking show- algorithm. You know the TV show You about, like, the serial killer? Yes. Yeah. Is that with the yes. pen? The, no, the, yes. No. I reckon you're going to say yeah. Girl. You might yeah. have the same poster for it. Well, so there's one where it's like it is a rom-com poster- and there's one where it's a serial killer poster, and they will give the same poster to two very different audiences. Yep, because oh, obviously, same show. and it's the same show, but it literally will target these posters at whoever. Hey, look, yeah. that's clever. Yeah, well done. Okay, um, I don't appreciate the drill bit. No, no. God damn it! I was trying to buy one of those recently. You're trying to buy a, a brain drill. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, no. I can't remember what they're called. Just a- wait, genuinely one of those drills. One of those bits. Yeah. 
the bit, not the not yeah, for to, a brain, to, just to, for like cutting wood. Like, to cut oh, a yeah. hole, cut a perfect circle. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've got right. some if you need to borrow them. Yeah. Do you actually? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll talk later. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a real okay. big one that could fit in a brain? Um, oh, how big's the brain? Well, it's Tom. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've got one for Tom. Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the size of a 20 cent piece? <laughs> That's too big. It's pinhole surgery. You'll miss. <laughs> All right. Did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Uh, I mean, like you said before, Dan Stevens' character is probably a bit foolish because his plan is just kind of shithouse. Well, again, he doesn't have we've a got plan. examples of wise. And, and it is and frustrating then- for us as the audience because his his thing is like, all right, I've got to break into this house and just go into the basement and then yeah. I'm done. But we've already seen that it's not the case. It's more than that. So it is yeah. annoying to watch it play out and he just doesn't have a plan. Yeah, like again, I wish he had sort of done like his due diligence, followed him, sussed out the thing. I wish he had an escape route. Because then I think that actually raises the stakes. If we if we know there's potential for an escape, and he's just got to do X, Y, and Z, and then then freedom is there. I was operating under the assumption that he's going to use Jeremy, but he's going to make what he's capacity because well, he knows Jeremy is the boatman's son. Well, then I think they needed to say that they need to. They, you know, like, we need to see the boat, know what the boat is, and then at some point in the story, someone burns the boat or something. Yeah, or like, like you've got Jeremy waiting at the dock in the boat. Like again, these these beats. So we we have the geography of his plan a bit earlier. And and we see all the ways it could go right, but we've also got all the ways it could go wrong. Oh, for sure. This is the kind of thing. Do you remember in Gladiator when like Russell Crowe gets to the point and then he sees his mate on the horse and he's ready to escape? Yes. And then the guy's hanging. Mm. Like something like that. Like he needs to actually get his sister at some point, maybe earlier in the film. Yeah. Get to the boat. There's Jeremy. But then all of a sudden, Jeremy's dead. Right. Well, by the time uh, he gets to her, his hands has already been corn to shit house. You know, I hate when hands get. Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. And like. I, I guess that's a good scene. It's horrible. It's like that brutal. is a really yeah. That scene that fight fucked. between him and Baskethead is stressful. It's as very fuck. stressful. Very very stressful. <sighs> he comes so close so many times. Yeah. yeah, and then he gets to his sister, and then immediately, like literally immediately, he's captured. Yeah, yeah, but that's because they're having a fucking chat. His, Shut up. His, yeah. Get on with it. His, <laughs> he succeeds and then fails. Like I would, I would say he doesn't actually succeed. He gets to her, but that means yeah, the plan is to get her out of there. And it, all, he, all he does is find her. That's that, very different. That setting is very easy to, I was thinking. It's like once he finds her in the bag, it's a matter of walking 20 metres out of front door sort of thing. Like, yeah. It's not like it's a intricate thing to escape. Yeah. So, yeah, he kind of sucks. I think it's though the fact for me is that his plan is originally he's get, Jeremy's going to help him escape in whatever capacity. Yeah. Even Jeremy has that plan. He's going to take the girl that he got pregnant. They're going to get out of here. Great. That's his plan. Mm. He's even working on Malcolm's daughter. He's got a few things going. I think the thing that changes is Malcolm reacts to every time it lures him out by bringing her to him. Right. And then he's like, right. And then and then there's a bit where they, they're changing the plan. He doesn't have the money. Like- we, we so the plan changes. So it's no longer she's now in a cell somewhere. It's oh they're just going to feed her to to tree woman. Yeah. Mm. So I think the plan adjusts, and that's that's the, his boat being set on fire. Is that all of a sudden she's not where he thought she was, and then Jeremy gets he gets caught, and then Jeremy gets killed. Yeah, it's not very satisfying. Yeah, I will again. I think that gladiator example is so good. Like that is hitting every person in that audience. Yeah. Where clearly this, I never had that moment of. Shit, I thought he was going to do it, and now he's... Really maybe not. maybe you boys have the tiny 20-cent brains, and I'm actually a genius. No, no, but I think Tomo's <laughs> right. That it's moment... <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's- <laughs> that moment, I think, is so important, especially for a movie that's not going to end in the most hopeful sort of terms. Sure, sure. Like, you, you do. You need that moment where it's like, 
I know what the plan is and beautiful, I've seen the plan executed. Yeah. But oh no, they've done something. Yeah. So yeah. how's it going to change and spin its wheels? Right. And we just don't get that. Like Tom, the thing you mentioned where it's like, oh no, but their plan changed and they moved around. It's not a satisfying thing to watch. No, and no. And what you instead get is the section of the film where you then watch the two young innocent kids die and it's just yeah, like, yeah, Ugh. yeah. And even with everyone escaping the island, like- Again, that wasn't set up in any way. Where are the rest of the townsfolk? I don't really get what happened to them, if I'm yeah. honest. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've got my Just issues like with it. his whole thing, like, I assume it's his family's lawyer or whatever at the start that he's talking to. Right. His whole thing is kind of like go to the island, get yourself involved in the community, yeah. suss out where she is, and then do it. The getting yourself involved in the community doesn't really happen either. Yeah. And it's yeah. right there. It's he saved Sheen's life. Yeah. He should be at his dinner table the next night, yes, yeah. talking to the daughter, talking to Sheen, developing a, a, yeah. a relationship there, a bit of yeah tension or whatever. But like mm. they, they just don't. They they skip ahead and just I feel like they've yeah. gone. Oh, we've ticked that box now. Great. Yeah, it's, and I'm like, that, that no, to me, that's one of the most baffling things park. I've seen in a movie in a really long time. That they didn't, they they set it up and they didn't actually do it. Yeah, they abandoned then, it immediately. Yeah, that's I, this, strange. That was my experience this whole movie. I'm like, you did so much great setups, and you've got some really great ideas in the back half, but the two aren't meeting in the way that, for me, again, personal subjective, in a way that feels so satisfying. Even Sheen thanking him when mm. they're operating on him because he got stabbed or whatever, and right. like he's like, I will repay this or I won't forget this or whatever. So then, even just have a scene at the end where Sheen has the choice, and he's like. I owe you my life. Right. You may go. Yeah. So it's something yeah. like, I don't know, nothing Nothing works. He I'm glad you enjoyed he, it, Tom. He, he doesn't kill him. No, he doesn't. But I also feel like that's part of who Sheen is. Like, Sheen actually isn't. But Sheen, I think- Sheen is what his daughter sees in him, except he's just gone a little bit too far. Yeah. Uh, but I also think Sheen can't, if it had been somebody else, maybe. Maybe he could have been tricked. But he's like, I can't kill the man who saved my life. Mm. Like, regardless of who he is, I can't do it. And that's why he hesitates. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, ah. I think, again, I think it's there, but I just don't think it's delivered. And again, I think there's a lot that's great about this movie. It's just not, none of it is- is Delivered with clarity. Delivered with clarity and class and in a way that is- that Is satisfying. That um, hits the emotions I think it should be hitting. Yeah. I have one major complaint for this film. Okay. And it's- Well, bigger, you're in the right it's, company. It's bigger <laughs> than both of your- Tom, I won't hear a bad word about it. Can okay. I say it's it's worse than anything you've mentioned? And I'm wow. surprised it okay, come up. Okay, okay. I'm watching this movie. And I'm, in, I'm like, I'm have, as you can tell, I'm, I'm chewing up the vibes. Yeah. And uh, Malcolm's daughter's character, the, the doctor. Whose name we don't remember. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's rolling around. I'm like, that actress, she's really familiar. She's seen an iPhone. That's my thought when I watched her. <laughs> so I punch in, I look up using yeah. my detective skills. The actress is Lucy Boyton or something. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Her other major film that we've, she's in Sing Street, Sean. Oh, Ooh, she's fantastic. Yes. Oh. She's also in another movie about singing. She plays Freddie Mercury's wife in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. And then when I learned that, I was like, I'm so angry. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not shocked that none of us clocked that. No, no. no. Sing Street, though. That's yeah, what I yeah. fucking recognise. She's like, why do I hate her? She's great in Sing Street. What a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Directed by John Carney. Your dad. Friend of my dad. Friend of friend. Facebook of friend of your dad. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right, boys. How do we do in this situation? Um, um, I think we're fine. Okay, go Hear on. Hear me out. Because the tree woman's like, help me. There are three of us. You two would have a plan. Yes, because I'm I very would, angry you didn't have a plan. I would befriend the cult goddess lady. Yep. Yeah. I think we could do it. My plan would be very much, what is our plan for dealing with the, um, the fucking security detail on this island? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to bash them. You'd love to have a bit of those t- time with those guys. With yeah. their stupid little uniforms yeah, and their yeah. smug faces. I'm not having it. Yeah. So we got to neutralize them. Yep. Then the rest of them, yeah. We so- save Sheen's life and then we mm. become his best friend. Sheen's, Sheen's not a physical threat to us. The other brother is. Yeah, the, yeah. The psychotic brother. Quinn, yeah. 
the other so, one, so they're not the other one, we brothers. can get a, we could get away with him on the boat. Yeah, sorry, in my head they're just brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. everyone's brothers. They re- sorry, but they refer to themselves as like as the three brother. brothers. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I found it confusing up to a certain point. Like I thought the two girls were sisters, right. and then <laughs> at a certain point, the guy who's got the boat, his son is Jeremy. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. Everyone calls each other brother. Everyone yeah. calls each other sister. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think we get rid of the guards. Yeah. That's mostly done for the We've befriended threat. the tree woman. I think, yeah, I think you befriending tree woman and even like setting her alight or whatever and freeing her in that what way. What are you going to do with the creature guy, though? I've got my two boys. I've got, I've got a man. Oh, so we have to fight him. I love a man who yeah, loves to fight. Can he see? Uh, I mean, he must be able to, yeah. Or is he a vibes-based <laughs> creature? <laughs> He's running on vibes. He's like Daredevil, but for vibes. I think the three of us, are you going to help us fight him or is he leaving that to the two of us? That- well, no, I'm, I'm sitting here on fire while you're fighting him. All right, we fight him. Oh, I don't get to sit on fire? Sure, she's my friend. I'll burn your friend. You can burn the rest of the town if you like. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Okay, yeah. You can burn the fucking drill. Can bit. I burn the church? Yeah, you can. I'm going to take that drill. Are you going to take the drill? Yeah. Do you know how important those bits are in those times? Those are good bits. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to wash the brain out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. There's it nothing grottier than like wet hair. Oh, yeah. It is. That's disgusting. He knows what he was doing. Yeah. He's a dog. Um, no, it's. Between us, I think we can take down that yeah. creature guy. Yeah, I, I, I he's super strong, but I think he's a bit oafish. Yeah, I think all of your criticisms about not having a plan means that we will have a plan. Oh, I will. We'll have blueprints to the whole fucking. We will ingrain ourselves we in. The we'll become so popular amongst the island that Sheen just shows us the secret eventually. <laughs> and then I'm like, and the goddess looks at me, and I wink, and I'm like, I've seen you in my. I dreams. got you, babe. I got you. He needs to arrive with the escape plan. So that's yeah. what we will do. I mean, we'll just steal the boat, presumably. Yeah, yeah. Again, I want to see the, the tactics of him in that first scene the whole way through. Like, can we as soon as the- he lands, he's looking for opportunities. He's looking for things that he can use. In terms of us, can we move a boat? I think one night we should move a boat. Yeah. Okay. If, we're well, there's, esca- there's- if we're escaping, they're going to go straight to there. Mm. There are like, boats in the dock. Yeah. Yeah, we should move one and escape from a different part of the island. Yeah, okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. They won't expect it. Nah, never see it coming. They'll never fucking Those see that coming. No way. That, maybe Jeremy can steal the boat for us. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because yeah. if we tell him we'll help you and your girl get off the island, yeah. you got to help us. Yeah. yeah. Which again, you just got to move the boat that you're fucking in. Right. Take yeah, it across yeah. the island. We'll so we'll escape on fuck boat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll get the sister. Fuck boys on the fuck boat. I said fire to the god. Do we go the main boat? Yeah, we do. Or right. do we just take that little fuck boat all the way <laughs> we home? We a little cum stained boat <laughs> we, all the we way We fuck boat all the way. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cum stains on the boat. This is a problem. She's pregnant. At what <laughs> point true. do we get rid of them, though? Like, we don't need them. <laughs> um, no, we're, we're not help killing them, them sure. just mouths to feed. They can look after themselves. All right. Can they? She's pregnant. All right, Dad from fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I get my switchblade out and kill all of you. <laughs> well... That's all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scary listeners like our show and would like to help us out, you can. It's very easy. You can just head to patreon.com, become a patron. Join us. There's lots of fun stuff happening over there. Uh, otherwise, you can also leave us a review wherever you listen. That definitely, definitely helps a lot. <laughs> and lastly, if you have any comments about this episode or just want to say hi, you can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at scaredyboyspodcast or on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm on the fuck boat. I'm also on the fuck boat. <laughs> Captain of the fuck boat. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on the fuck mate, everyone. When my mate's happy, I'm happy. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. 
So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.